0: Hey, what's up? Thanks for pressing play this week on the show. Has Ben Affleck's Batman movie found its Robin? Doctor Strange may have slightly less bland, forgettable music than the other Marvel movies. We got a tiny teaser trailer for the next Guardians of the Galaxy and an awesome trailer for the third Wolverine movie, Logan, and Marvel Comics pushing their X-Men books again. All this, plus random thoughts from this week's comic book TV and a speak pipe where you're going to learn about a little-known Marvel imprint from Clive Barker. all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Friday, October 21st, 2016. It's the Jock and Nerd Podcast with your hosts, Anthony and Imran. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd podcast, dear listener. My name is Imrod. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. Yeah, he's the rug boy. What's up, Rugs? What's up, dudes? That's How's the weirdest deja vu I just had? Look, Rugs, did you know Anthony's been working on his snatch? Oh, shit. How's that been going, Anthony? Needs a lot of work.
1: I've
0: been working on my snatch. Have you been too. working on your snatch? How much can you snatch, Rugs? Yeah, like Trump. I'm grabbing everything by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, oh, we're going back to this. That's oh, not. that was last week. Yeah, that was yeah, that, that was, that was week. last week's bit. This week's bit that's is a, that's uh, a callback
2: if you've been a loyalist.
0: This week's bit is uh he hates bad hair jobs that are called ombre's because he doesn't know how to say a fucking Mexican. Or or woman. that or you refer to women as just a nasty woman. While they're talking, right after you've said nobody respects women more than I do. Nobody. Right. Right. Anyways, how's your snatch, Anthony? What are you working up to?
2: Shit, dude. You don't even want to know what my snatch is right now. <laughs>
0: Uh, look, we're talking about a weightlifting move. Everyone relax. Okay. Oh, shit. No, don't send the emails just yet. Listen, I'm I'm proud. To I you... was actually talking about a snack. Okay, that's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All I got to say is don't eat a ton of Mike and Ikes because it'll just ruin your fucking workout. Mike and time.
0: Ikes fucked up the jock and he was not able to make it to his CrossFit workout. Lame. No. I'm sorry, dude. You should know better than to eat a box of Mike and Ike.
2: I, I thought I had an iron stomach, but I guess not. Listen,
0: you got to watch out for the Ikes. And the Mike yeah. part is fine. It's all the Ike yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, that Ike. Yeah, they'd slap you like Tina. <laughs> Short for Eisenhower. Who even knows what? who uses that name anymore? Anyways, this is all nonsense. If you're a new listener, this is not what we usually talk about. Well, we talk about it is. It. well. I guess it is, in, in a way. <laughs> but then we eventually move on to the meat of our show, which uh, is the Jock and Nerd Weekly. We're going to discuss a bunch of news articles related to fun comic book TV and movie stuff. Uh, we have some random TV musings for those of us who were able to watch the shows this week. And we got a speak pipe from Mr. Throwback Thursday uh, that sent me in a flurry of Google research, uh, which is the second time he's done that. So good on him for making me do things.
2: Dude, before we get into that, though, are you guys aware of how we're recording this on Friday, October 21st? Correct. Are you aware that uh Chicago might
0: erupt tomorrow? Tomorrow. It could happen tomorrow. Sunday, are, the Chicago Cubs are one game away from uh being in the World Series. That's Whoa. right. Oh. Which is pretty crazy because... That um, would be the first time since 1945. 108 years.
2: and but Well, 108 years since they've won. Oh. But not but for, 1945 is the last time they've even been this far. They made it this far. Wow. Or that far. Because last year, they That's didn't... even worse than the math. They,
0: <laughs> they didn't make it out of the first round, right, last year?
2: No, they made it out of the first round. They got, they got to this point last year and got swept by Oh,
0: the they got swept in this round.
2: Yeah, the National League Championship Ooh. Series. They choked at it.
0: Well, look. I bought some padlocks and some chains, and uh, I'll be on the porch with my shotgun and make sure nobody burns. Well, tomorrow,
2: if they win this weekend, that'll be the first of celebrations. But the the one that'll burn down actually
1: happen,
0: though, Anthony.
2: Oh, the city might burn. Would it be worse if they
0: didn't make it?
2: No, no. The worst thing possible in terms of like uh, buildings and cars and fire is is them winning at all. Yeah. Cause okay.
0: everybody expects
2: them to suck. Right. So, right. If we lose, it's just, I mean, people will be angry. Yeah. But it was not but, no devastation, but it's not 108 years worth of pent up uh, celebration. Wow. When people celebrate, they just like to destroy things. I mean, and that's what's yeah, going to happen. No,
0: that is what's going to happen. And you know, like, you know, I'm the nerd. I don't give a fuck, but honestly, this is like such a historic moment for Chicago. It's going to be kind of cool to just be here when it happened and then run for cover, ducking from like Molotov cocktails and shit. You just got to stay away from
2: like Wrigleyville. I'm very, you know,
0: you know where I live. If it happens, I live if it happens. kind of close to Wrigleyville. Uh, you're still far Okay, out, good. I'm in the safe zone. It's going to be like okay. the Walking Dead afterwards. Uh, boy. All right, everyone, just uh, stockpile some supplies and I'll see you on the other side. Let's get to the news. They're not going to make the it. Oh, and <laughs> oh, okay, look. Uh, I got to thank uh, our Facebook group. Uh, and Daniel Nosker for uh, continuing to post stuff that uh, it's helping me out, helping me make the show notes for this episode, stuff to talk about. So if you, listener, want to contact us, you got anything you want to say, just go to com slash contact, and there's a bunch of ways. Uh, the Facebook group is a lot of fun. And we're going to start with usual, usually start with some DCEU news. This one is really weird. It's a crazy rumor regarding who may or may not be playing a Robin. In Ben Affleck's solo, the Batman movie. Uh, in a recent announcement, Joe Manginello obviously said he's playing Deathstroke Slade Wilson in the film. And it turns out, Anna Kendrick teased that she's very interested in playing Carrie Kelly Robin in a DC movie. Which is The Dark Knight Returns Robin. Then, Whoa. <laughs> Joe Manginello Instagrams a photo of himself... Back to back with uh, Anna Kendrick, serious faces, hashtag death, thro- death stroke, and hashtag Robin, hashtag Mohegan Sun 20. What does this mean, fellas?
1: Is this this all- is how they're breaking things now with yeah, Joe Maginolo. Uh, is he just like- Instagram pics? Yeah, is he
0: just like, look, I'm just going to post whatever I want. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Or is he fucking with people? Are they having fun? Where the fun? fuck is El Miambe? <laughs> where, is- where, is- where is Harry Knowles? Yeah. You know what Devin Farachi isn't? That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> you're going to be reporting on this. Uh, thoughts, you guys, uh, on this? Is this just some uh, fun fuckery on social media?
1: I don't know. I'm confused by it. But, I mean, Anna Kendrick is not a bad pick. I'd say, like, she's fine. But, like, anybody can really play Carrie Kelly. But uh, I feel like that uh, she may be too old a little bit. But Yeah, I always thought Carrie Kelly was a little weird, younger. She's got weird legs. <laughs> that, like, when she runs, she looks weird. Like, she doesn't look cool running. She, like... She doesn't have an athletic like uh like run to her.
0: You know? I, you know Anne Hathaway. To her credit, we didn't think you know that she would have made a great Catwoman, but she was. I thought she was great. In Wait, the was suit. she a great Catwoman though? Well, she looked great in the suit, and she she, she was just she got she the just, moves down. Eh, I mean she was okay. I'm
1: not gonna say she's the Essential. Anna, Anna
0: Kendrick's great in the Pitch Perfect movies. I know that she can sing. Yeah, uh, but I mean, look, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Anthony, do you have any? Do you care who plays Carrie Kelly Robin?
2: Um, I mean, I don't really care, but uh, what do I think of this? I, I think it's a weird way if they are, if this is true, I think it's a weird way to, to release Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> But yeah. I mean, why else would you put that? Right. So I, I have to almost feel like it is going to be her. And she kind of looks like Carrie Kelly. I mean, she's short. She's got like, she's, you know, she's pretty, but she's not that like classic, like girly girl pretty, like yeah. even though she's been in Pitch Perfect and singing. Yeah. Like, I could see you pulling off a tomboy real quick, real easily. That's
0: yeah, true. I don't know how I feel about them wanting to use the Kerry Kelly Robin. Like, boy, these got a hard on for the Dark Knight Returns. Like, this is where you gotta start. We know there's a dead Robin, but there's two other fucking Robins that you could introduce before you even get to the Kerry Kelly Robin.
1: Well, yeah, Tim Drake's getting stepped over. Yep. He's getting it up the ass. Well, what about an older?
0: Up the ass? We, oh, you have Damien and an older Dick Grayson you could bring in. Like, w- we, like enough with the Dark Knight. Come yeah, on. Yeah. I'd like to see an old Dick. An old, old Dick it. would be great. He'd make a great Dick. Nightwing. Nightwing. Remember somebody also posted on our Facebook group, uh, Steven Yoon, uh, as a Nightwing in the, And I was like, yeah, he'd make a good Dick. Why not make him Asian? That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah I like that'd be it. cool
2: too. I don't know. I mean, Terry Kelly, Robin. Never really made that big of an impression on me, but that's, I, so, I mean, but that's the thing though. You can take that character, that character anywhere. Cause it's not really necessarily that's an a, iconic that's a either. good
0: point also. Yeah, well, the more thing freedom. is, it's like
2: Carrie Kelly only exists in the dark
1: night universe. That's true. And, uh, so why would she yeah. be in regular Canon or in they the, they actually kind of
2: pretty recently brought her into regular Canon. Through the new Fifty Two. Oh, they
0: did. I Wait that. a minute. What? How did they do that? Yeah. Do you
1: remember?
2: There's a Carrie. There's a. I don't remember how, but I remember mm. there being a Carrie Kelly in the current DC universe. She's in
0: the new Dark Knight. Yeah, that thing. that's what I remember. Dark Knight Three, which she's is still coming out girl. after oh, like she's... a month and a year. I don't know how long this book has been coming out. It's very slow. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of annoying. But uh, eh, we'll see. Like this is a weird way. Like, did they just let Joe do whatever he wants? He's like, "Fuck you guys. I'm fucking posting this." But that's all I've heard is from the one Instagram. So, uh, but speaking of Warner Brothers, she was,
2: she's, uh, she debuted in uh, Batman and Robin 19 by Peter Whoa,
0: oh, oh, really? I read that yep. and totally forgot.
2: Prime Earth continuity. Carrie Kelly made her first appearance there. She's okay. a sophomore in college in that continuity.
0: Huh? That's interesting. I wonder where she is in the rebirth. If she's even in rebirth continuity. Who knows? Which is probably. probably. I mean, they, they want to keep a, track a of this shit. I know. It's yeah. so convoluted. So convoluted. Well, I'll tell you who should probably start keeping track of this shit is ATT. Why? Because ATT is reportedly in advanced talks to purchase Time Warner. Uh, and, and that is the media conglomerate that owns Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment. These guys, this, this, uh, this story broke just today. Uh, and Bloomberg is saying they, they want to reach an agreement by Monday to beat out other possible buyers such as Apple or Google. Uh, they're already comparing this merger to Comcast 2011 purchase of NBC Universal. Uh, AT&T bought DirecTV last year for $50 billion. Becoming the nation's largest pay TV service. They would have control not only of DC Entertainment, Warner Brothers Film, TV, and interactive units, but also Hanna-Barbera Productions, HBO, CNN, Cartoon Network, and uh, Time Warner jointly owns the CW with CBS. Time Warner is valued at about $65 billion. So ATT is fast-tracking. They want to drop 65 big ones. To purchase this whole thing, uh, I, these things are crazy. Like, I, I'm always interested when me. This isn't, this is nothing but bad. But- Why is this bad rugs in your, in your opinion? Huh? Yeah. I don't
1: know. I just think that the fact that Warner Brothers is going to be like, kind of like, uh, not the biggest priority for AT&T, which is their first priority is to be a communications by telephone information and data. Right. So this is gonna take like you know before Time Warner that was the that was the priority was Time Warner it's their company now it's gonna be kind of like maybe third priority.
2: Well, it might yeah, it might not be the first priority, but whenever huge companies buy these other things, they're either buying out their competition or in this case, they're probably buying Time Warner Warner Brothers DC Entertainment because they see value there and they want to grow the business. Because you don't buy something just to let it die usually, unless it's competition. You're buying this to potentially grow it and flip it into something even bigger so they might want i mean they might see a lot of value in this it yeah. might be like all right well now we got to put some money behind this and grow this side of our business well how do you think they're going to do that they're just going to pump a bunch of money into stuff uh, you know th- like- they have they have what do they have uh direct tv yeah they might i mean they might integrate more stuff into you know direct tv platform or maybe they'll they might have uh, their own eventual like Netflix sort of thing. Maybe
0: they're looking into, yeah, uh, you know, original content.
2: Original content. Or DirecTV like yeah. everybody
0: else is doing. But then the CW and the Netflix deals, and there's all these other deals. Like It's really confusing. But really, it's only fucking six media companies that own everything when it comes down to it. So. I, to be it's honest, I, be didn't know that
2: A- I didn't know AT&T still existed.
0: Uh, look, I'll tell you, I have, I have AT&T for my phone, and I am gr- yeah. grandfathered into the unlimited data plan, which they don't offer anymore, and it's hilarious because every time I go to get a new phone, they try to talk me into their friends and family plan, and I'm like, no, shut the fuck up, just give me another phone, don't change anything, fuck off, I'm keeping my unlimited data, I know you don't want me to have it, but I, so I can never leave AT&T, so I just hope this doesn't hurt. You know, their- We, ca- no. we kind
2: of have the same thing going on with uh, T-Mobile. Yeah. I, Where grandfather did oh, something great. we shouldn't have. Yes. Yeah. And they
0: try to talk you out of it. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. They
2: try to switch it all it's the time. It's so
0: funny. And I'm like, nope. Fuck off. Leave it the I way. D-
2: yeah. I don't know if this is, I don't know. I don't really know what to make of this other than that's interesting. I
0: mean, if they can, ju- if they just paid, they have 50 billion last year and they got another, they got money. They got another 65 billion that they want to just uh, hand over. Uh, it could be the the money could be good for everything.
2: Well, that'll mean like Comcast and basically owns NBC. Right. And then AT&T owns like DC Warner. Yeah. It's like
1: six. It may be down to two though. Having, having some kind of insight onto these buyouts that happen. Yeah. Uh, usually what happens is that the company comes in, they, uh, they pump a bunch of money in. And if the thing starts making, making dough, then everything's cool. But if it starts losing money, then we got trouble.
0: Then what do they do? They drop it. They lay it. There'll be layoffs. No, they just they start, just they things. start,
1: they start dipping their hands in there, trying to control the, the, you know, the, the problem. And that's when shit gets
2: worse. Well, you're actually you're kind of seeing this, um, with the UFC purchase. Ah, uh, real, real recently, Wme IMG, huge talent right. agency bought the UFC right. for four billion right. and like came out like, this week they cut like 15% of the workforce Whoa, and like shit. all their the layoffs. Interna- the layoffs are starting all their like international uh, heads. They've just cut off. Like basically they've cut like their head of Europe, head of Asia, closing down offices all over the world. So they're like downsizing things a little bit, making it a little bit more uh, American. I mean,
0: but if you think business wise, like the, like if I'm spending 65 billion on something, the first thing I'm well, going to do is see where I can trim some of well, the fat.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. at and is going to cut a lot of people from their jobs. Probably. In the I mean, wow. You don't buy another company and then just not have your people run it. You're going to have to get rid of all those other people in in the prior place.
0: Yeah, that's going to be interesting. We'll come see uh, if uh, you know after the weekend's over. It sounds like they want to do this right away. I don't know if you'll see anything right away. No, that no you won't see any focused. changes, but we'll know. Yeah, it'll
2: it. take like a few, a couple, a year sure. or two if this well,
0: buy we'll this actually if, happens. Yeah, we'll know if it happens. It's just pretty crazy.
2: Cause you'll, they'll probably like keep maintain status quo until like everything is transitioned over. And then you'll start to see some, some of the fingerprints come on there.
0: Fingers crossed everybody for people's jobs. That's all I'm saying. I mean,
2: here's wait, one more thing. Yeah. You didn't like when Disney bought Marvel, yeah. it was kind of like status quo for a little bit yeah. with the movies. Yeah. And then now you're seeing more of the integration with Disney. That characters is a good
0: point. Yes. Yeah. But that's the
1: difference is that Disney is a, media company that makes movies and does things and does these tenpole franchises they have
0: experience in this
1: yeah so at and t all they do is uh run a second-rate uh you know sell company that you know what and that's what not even number it's not even <laughs> the number one company in in, in, in its be. field
0: that, but they've been around for a long time but Rux you that that's what I was thinking is do they have any experience in creating content producing movies or will they be smart enough to let the people I'm just saying know what they they're, they're doing in win charge. at their own game. Mm-hmm. How are they going to lead a company? Yikes. Well, you're that's losing to Disney. You'll see. Yeah. 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 And that's probably part of one of the reasons they want this is to compete with the Disney. So. We'll see in a couple of years what happens. You like, think DC movies are bad yes, now? Exactly. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> Wait till...
1: Uh, well, it's going to be AT&T phone plugs all over the place. AT&T okay.
0: fucking, uh, yeah, product placement of... uh oh, yeah. Everybody's watching DirecTV on all the CW shows for some reason. Right. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's move on to some uh, Marvel MCU news. Doctor Strange gets closer and closer, guys. They just had the premiere... Which I watched a little bit of live on Marvel's YouTube channel. Um, what a loser! Early reviews are out. The, by the time this show posts, I'm just gonna ignore that. Uh, the 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 embargo <laughs> review embargo will be lifted, so you'll be seeing reviews when you're listening to this show. And we have a runtime. The movie is gonna run one hour and fifty four minutes forty nine seconds, according to the British Board of Film Classification. So it's just shy of uh, most Marvel movies who run what are
2: the early reviews looking like i can't click on any well
0: i didn't put a link in there i didn't want to spoil it basically
2: positive or negative okay but especially
0: for the special effects for benedict cumberpatch and here is what the coolest comment i saw come up over and over again it harkens back to uh, iron man one in the sense that this is you can walk into this movie it's kind of a fresh origin reboot and a lot of people are like reminded me of the freshness of seeing Iron Man for the first time, which I was like, yeah, oh, man. I love everything that I'm hearing. So, you know, I don't think it's going to be like the the it's going to be number one MCU movie for everyone. But no, no, no but no. it's going to bring in a lot of different audiences. It's trippy as fuck. Uh, everything we've seen, everything seems to be on track for a really fun adventure. You think it's going to do well? Yeah, I think so like okay. like uh like civil mean... war well no
2: no no like if ant-man well
1: or it'll, like do, Ant-Man well. Or
0: it'll guardians do it'll it'll well.
2: it, it has i think it has the potential to be guardians well but i don't i don't think it'll hit guardians just because ensemble cast chris pratt i mean it, there was a lot of weirdness going on with it i think doctor strange'll do better than ant-man i think it'll be in that that middle tier between ant-man and guardians
0: yeah, it looks uh it looks trippy. Uh the so they put out I thought this was really interesting, they put out the end credit score for the movie. And 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 it's strange. Pun intended. Yes. But remember a while back there was that video? I'm actually gonna play a little bit of this in the background because it's it's pretty interesting what they're doing. Remember that video calling out Marvel movies for all having just bland, unforgettable. Music. Wasn't I the one that linked that? That was you, yes. That uh was to her. Me. yes. And how you can't hum any of them and you know, a lot They're lo- not memorable. They're not memorable. And the, the problem may be a lot of something called temp music, where a lot of times yep. they put in a scratch score, and the director ends up cutting to that and tells the composer, uh, I want it to sound like this, and a lot of times the composer will literally just recreate the same fucking scratch temp music, making everything really generic. So Doctor Strange score But this movie is being done by the legendary composer Michael Giacchino, who has worked on Jurassic World, Star Trek Beyond, and Inside Out. He's working with Marvel Studios for the very first time. And this, I don't know if you guys play it and listen to it, this is very unique. It is. It's a good start. I'm not saying it's... Are you playing it right now? I'm playing it in the background, yes.
2: Because I just listened to a little bit of it while you were playing it. And I'm going to completely disagree. Okay. There is nothing...
0: That stands out about this this score. What are you talking about? I, I think it's it's trippy. I, this is totally mute mood music. It, it's but it's. I think it's a little more. I'm saying it's a baby step in the right direction. I'd say it's completely <laughs> like a hummable I love theme it when
1: you shut Imran down. But no, listen.
0: <laughs> this is why it has elements of trippy Pink Floyd seventy synth. It's got weird like Renaissance fair, lute. It's got some sitar in it. Uh, I feel like it matches what the tone of this trippy psychedelic is, movie is will be. Is this
2: a score that you're gonna hum?
0: Well, you can't hum any of these.
2: <laughs> you, yeah, but I'm saying like that—that's—that's that's what a good score will do. You'll—you'll you'll yeah, remember that yeah, forever. Yeah. I don't know if you're gonna remember this. It's. Uh, I don't. You can barely. I mean, you have it at a very low yeah. volume, but you can barely even. Uh, I mean, what is this? This is elevator music right now.
0: It's not though. It's like new agey. It reminds me of Yanni a little bit too, or like that kind of thing. It's like new age meets seventies trippy rock, live at the Acropolis with Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, some of it. <laughs> some of it is like a what, Western. What, what, what,
2: Rug Boy can be decided. What is what is Rug right, Boy? So what think? are your thoughts?
1: Um, it's kind of reminiscent of the theme music to Farscape and Doctor Who. Oh, so it's got like a doc. I think they're aping Doctor Who. I think that's what they're going for, but. See, Farscape was this really crazy sci-fi show um, back in the early 2000s. Yeah, I used to watch it. It was fun. And, yeah, it was a really fun show with Jim Henson puppets in it and shit. When I, of course, uh, puppets. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> But it had, like, a, a very, like, a, I'm not going to say sitar, but it had, like, a lot of this, like, uh, chanting yes, in it. Yes, yes. And in place of the chanting, they put the sitar. But basically, it's, it's and then you take a little Doctor Who, and then you got the, 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 the Doctor
2: I'll give you this. If this is playing during a, an awesome scene, I might remember this a little more. I'm hearing this in the back re- in, at a very low volume on a podcast. So I
0: think it's the end credits scene, though. I'm wondering if it will. Yeah, but I'm sure the I, they might use yeah. this during the movie. I, I don't too. hate it.
1: I don't. I don't hate it like Anthony hates it. But I. I mean, it is a little reminiscent of
0: Doctor Who to me. But it I feels Doctor. I feel Who. it's out of so far out of all the music we've got in the, in these movies. This is the most unique to me. Well, that's because you don't remember. You don't think it sounds like Farscape a little bit, Imran? I I mean, I barely remember Farscape. I like, I like all the influences. I like. Can you play the Farscape theme? No. No. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Wow. What an ass. Uh, i then I gotta find and look it up and put it. No, it's all right. I'm just kidding. No, look, it's, I, I don't know. I, I was digging it. I like that Giacchino is excited to do this. No, I
1: think it's actually, uh, it's okay.
0: What is the Jurassic World? Do you guys remember the Jurassic World theme? No. No. no, everybody remembers the Jurassic Park theme. <laughs> I I remember the Jurassic Park theme. Oh, I wonder if that uh, was uh, similar. What was the Jurassic Park theme? Could you hum that one? Oh uh, yeah dun, yeah yeah. See, that's a good score.
2: Yeah, th- that's a that's a good fucking Marvel has not been able <laughs> not to. uh, yet, uh yet. Other than Guardians, Guardians what? was the What's one. Guardians?
0: It's Perfect Humming. Hum, no, fucking, Guardians is a, hum the, Guardians. All, the,
2: all the 70s and oh, 80s Oh, yeah, songs. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that was the... It's not even the theme. It's just great it's the music. the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. This is their trying to bring... a Listen. Let's make Anthony Hum more things. Okay. Hum Batman. Nothing can beat Danny Elfman's 1989 Batman. I don't know what... Ah, oh, I mean. you asshole. <laughs> oh, that one? <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah, it's so right. good. Danny Elfman rocks. Okay, look, I'm 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 excited for Doctor Strange. I cannot wait to see this. Oh, this doesn't movie. dampen my enthusiasm. I'm just saying it's not. I don't think. I think it's the a theme. baby step in the right. I hope so. Direction. Uh, let's move on to another MCU movie that's coming out next year. Thor Ragnarok. Remember, Anthony, we saw this logo released that it was like, what is this fucking 80s video game uh, weird retro logo for Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, that's a fucking weird one. Well, Taika Waititi, who I love saying his name, I kind of love Taika Waititi. He's talked about his inspiration for the logo and for the movie. He he was on a Reddit AMA, Ask Me Anything. He was asked about the 1980s style logo. He said the logo was inspired by the 70s and 80s sci-fi fantasy art because our film feels like that, in quotes. Cool. Yeah, right? Waititi also confirmed that audiences can expect a 1980s vibe from the film and more. He goes, I think Thor Ragnarok will be one of the most adventurous and most out there of all the Marvel movies. In a, It's a crazy movie. So uh, I love that. Uh, he also said that they let him do have massive creative freedom. He's like, you can expect a Taika-esque tone. They've been very accepting of my style. This is shaping up to be like the best Thor movie possibly yet. The only thing that can make it more
1: like, 80s and 90s, as if Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Stallone. and
0: Dolph Lundgren were all, like, Norsemen. <laughs> 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 they were his, uh, his buddies. That would be great. Isn't yeah. there an 80s
2: guy that's going to be in this?
0: Is it... Uh... Uh, I forget who the cast is. Yeah, I gotta, I'll look it up. Uh, Keep they've also said already early comparisons to Guardians of the Galaxy, which is Waititi's favorite Marvel film so far. And he said that, expect Bruce Banner to be the breakout star of the movie. Yeah. Which is great because this is the closest we're going to get to like a solo Ruffalo Hulk movie uh I think. Hmm. We're not getting
2: 80s per se but I mean, well, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Goldblum, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got Carl Urban who's more like recent. Uh you got I the, saw his dread
0: finally. It was very good.
2: Kate like Blanchett. Yeah, she's like 90s. She's not 80s yeah. though, but she's she's in her 40s. But <laughs> Post 80s, right?
0: That, <laughs> I guess that is something to do with it. Uh, no, That's nothing to do with anything. <laughs> uh, they got three weeks left of filming. He's like, you can expect references to Doctor Strange. And this movie comes out a year from uh, next month, November 3rd, 2017. But really, this is this sounds like the best Thor movie yet. They have they don't have
2: a very high bar to clear. I, exactly. I've liked the, That's true. I've liked the first two Thor movies, yes. but... Let's be, I'm, I'll be even honest. They're not like the greatest nope. films ever for sure. Definitely not out of the MCU. Uh, the only thing I'd say is I I like that he has this freedom and he's going to go weird with it. Yeah. But Ragnarok, it, you know, the the term Ragnarok is the end of all things. Yeah. So I, I thought they were going in more of a doomsday esque sort of film. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, so it's it kind of weird. Like
0: goofy, funny. And like if you think about that video with uh, Thor and uh, the Australian. Yeah, roommate. that was super goofy. So imagine that kind of goofy tone in a Thor movie. With Hulk,
2: I mean they they they've kind of had that going already with uh, Kat
0: Dennings' character. Oh uh, yeah, it yeah, There's a lot of
2: humor in the Thor
0: movies. Yeah. No, I think Tika so. is a is a really good choice. Like he's weird, he's different. He's got a, he's got a lot of style. He's from New Zealand, he's a fucking Kiwi. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anthony check our New Zealand downloads, uh, but I can't wait for I got gotcha. uh, uh, uh One more MCU little bit of video: Guardians of the Galaxy two. Teaser trailer released, and, well, it's just, like, okay-ish. They don't really show you much. All right, let me call you out on that. Yeah.
2: And, and I'm just playing devil's advocate because yeah. I actually kind of agreed it is okay. But haven't we been complaining that <laughs> trailers give too much? That's a good point. So if this is it's actually a te- just a teaser, what? which it really kind of is, there's really no plot. No. There's really nothing. There's not much dialogue. It's dialogue. just shots. Yeah. It's just shots of things Slow happening. Motion. Yeah. Isn't that what we kind of, it works as a tease. Yes. A good point. Don't give me too much, but, but I will agree with you. That's not much. From what we've expected, what we've come to expect from trailers. I didn't get much. out of
1: it. I just think that it just, what a trailer has to do, especially a teaser is just to be like, Hey, look, this movie's coming out. Like pay attention. It's going to come out soon. And then the actual trailer will come out and maybe tell you what the bad guy is just so you know what to expect a little bit. But other than that, that's all you need to know in, in the trailers. So, you did you like this teaser? Yeah, it's a teaser.
2: It's, there you go.
1: You, you got, there's really not going to be anything interesting going on with the
0: teaser. But 16 downloads from New Zealand. Okay, we're fine. Uh, <laughs> no problem, Kiwis. <laughs> but I always, even in my teasers, I need a little hit of something, a little punchline thing at the end. You kind of had Got one right? with the dialogue, but it, was, it wasn't strong. it was strong. It wasn't. You didn't like that? They were having a conversation. They hugged it out. It's kind of funny. Oh, wait, I didn't see this part. He, call, he calls her pathetic. No, he I, calls him pathetic. I just I missed the rocket raccoon part with baby Groot. That's what I missed. Okay, I like this teaser now. That's what I meant. The He's little punch. Right now. No, I didn't see that part last time. Really?
2: You, were, you just were
0: watching it now? I thought. No, I watched it, but I stopped it before. The Rocket Raccoon Baby Groot reveal.
2: I liked the uh, the pathetic line. Yeah, you're pathetic. You need to find a woman that's pathetic. It like you, and then hugging her. Yeah. I did like that, but I don't need too much comedy in these trailers because I don't want it to ruin yeah. the theater experience. So I guess even though I'm not impressed by the teaser, the teaser accomplished its goal.
0: They did waste the joke, though, but hopefully there's more. They wasted more. one joke. Hopefully there's more. <laughs> and Ro- Baby Groot's in it, so he's not full Groot yet.
2: And you got the uh, more of the 80s stuff again. The music, right?
0: Uh, yeah. What was the I forgot what the music was.
2: I don't know what the song is either. It sounds like oh, it's from the it's 80s. It's that
0: hugachaka song.
2: Yeah. yeah it's it that same. Yeah.
0: It's like that, oh, that's right. It's the same, which they used in the first movie. There is one
2: shot that kind of I'm watching it again. Yeah. There's Yondu and Racket Raccoon. Walking. Rocket Raccoon <laughs> walking. Yeah. Say that. To Racket me. Raccoon. Racket Raccoon. raccoon. And there's like floating people falling. In oh
0: yeah, They're with the white faces. That's kind of interesting. What
2: yeah, that? that's happening. And that? it looks like Yandu and Nebula from the poster are on the Guardian Squad.
0: And who's that? Uh, that one head girl with the gold? Is that uh Nebula. Oh, that's Nebula. So it looks a little different. Yeah. It looks like they added more. Made it yeah. made it look a little bit. He's more Nebula. He's more Nebula. So uh, they. So it may be like them teaming up with the good guys, joining forces to blah, blah blah blah.
2: Well, if you remember from. Prior news shows I don't remember uh, any of those. Go ahead. Kurt Russell is playing Mogo the Living Planet, right?
0: Uh, Not Mogo. No, his dad. Uh, his dad. His dad, which is who is Mogo, Mogo. On the Living Planet? That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. They squished those.
2: Mogo is it Mogo? Because I get that confused with there's, DC. They have a Living Planet.
0: There's Mojo World. Ego the Living Ego. Planet. It's Ego. That's right. Oh my god. Wait, wait. So confused I know. There's Ego. There's Mojo. There's who's the Mogo is, is also in Living Planet in the DC universe. But he's the Green Lantern. Yeah. He's the planet. So planted.
2: Mogo's, there's Mogo and there's Eagle. Wow, Ego. that's really well, they
0: always man. bite each other, man. On the nose. They just <laughs> always bite each other. Look, we said it in our classic Marvel versus DC show. DC does it first, Marvel does it better. Oh, shit. I'm sticking with that. Yes. <laughs> okay, look, let's move on to a much better trailer for a Marvel movie from Fox. We have our first official trailer for Logan, but it's called Logan uh logan the, the <laughs> oh man that's a real, callback. Oh, callback. Oh, <laughs> a real failed joke <laughs> i'm gonna beat that one to the ground uh the third wolverine movie called logan directed by james mangold now you want to talk about a song covering the tone and washing the tone of a trailer this is it i who wants to start i really really love this trailer yeah, This is a different fucking superhero movie is right here. Johnny Cash. Hurt, covering, covering Nine Inch Nails. Uh,
1: yes. Trent, yeah, Trent Reznor's Nine Inch Nails is hurt.
2: Uh, Anthony, what'd you think? Two, two three thoughts. Yeah. Uh, music was great. It definitely feels a lot different in terms of, uh, it seems like this director's kind of doing his own thing, yeah. which is cool. There wasn't a huge action set piece in this trailer, which is kind of different as well. It's fighting though. There's some action. There's fighting, but you didn't get this like, It always ends with some big things happening, and this one didn't, so hopefully maybe this film was a little different in that sense. Third thing is I don't fucking understand how the hell Professor X is alive in this universe. And why does he have hair again? It's 2024. Granted, you shouldn't think too much when it comes to the X-Men continuity on screen, but how the hell is that guy still alive in this universe? I don't know. He was like in his 80s in the original
0: X-Men films. But the hair thing bothers me even. He's not supposed to have hair. Why does he have hair? The director, James Mangold has said, considering uh, talking about the timeline, he said, this is the farthest we've ever been in all of the X-Men timelines. This is past the epilogue of days of futures past. Hmm. Uh, So a couple of cool things I think you notice is uh, uh, Logan's got a lot of scars. His uh, man, healing his factor is seems to slow down a little bit. I love how he looks, man. He looks fucking gritty and dark and sick. This the tone of this is like it's such a personal movie. It's almost like a Coen Brothers movie. That's like an X Men movie or like a. a it's, parts of it reminds me like a Mad Max post apocalyptic feel. Uh very and it, you know they're going for this R rated rating. So if you watch, there's a red band trailer that has one extra clip, but it's an awesome clip. Have you seen that? Have you seen that extra clip? No, it's uh, Logan just driving uh, his claws right through a guy's head, a bull guy. And it comes on the other side. Wow, that's violent. (laughs) That's fucking violent. This movie is going to be R rated. Yeah. So I guess he lives in that big uh, uh, broken down water tower, which is it it provides a lot of cool inside shots. You know, some of the photography, the inside where it looks like stars, like light coming through. That's just like the holes in the water tower. I really love that. Uh, there's no mutants in the future, I guess. Everybody's uh, all the mutants.
2: are Yeah, dead. they're all been killed by uh, the Essex Corporation.
0: Oh, that's where that's that tie in. Yeah. yeah. And Professor X, like you said, is not looking well. Maybe that's not really him. Or a, uh, well, who else would it be? Like another. Oh, here, okay, look, here's the most confusing thing the girl in the trailer. Yes. We're assuming it's X23. Yeah. Uh-huh. However, the actress's name I mentioned in the last show is not. This actress, this is a different actress. So are you saying you, someone got it wrong, meaning you? No, I'm saying that perhaps this girl is not X-23 and X-23 is another person. The bait and switch? Yes, in the movie. Because what's interesting about this movie is they've had a lot of shit on lockdown. There's nothing that's like leaked about it, really. So I think he's, he's trying to do a little switchery, a little bait and switchery. Hmm. Right, but you do see. I think you see the X twenty three claws in that one quick shot where Logan has. He's he's on the ground. He's got his claws out. If you pause it, it's two sets of claws. It's four claws coming down. That's X twenty three. But they don't show you who it is, and they're not connecting. The girl is a different actress than wh- who is supposed to be playing the character of X twenty three because the girl looks really tiny and young. Yes, so X twenty three that- maybe just an older girl.
1: Maybe it's her in the future.
0: Somebody also said maybe Dakin's in this movie because he had two claws. Hmm. Somebody dies, obviously, in the beginning. He's at well, a funeral. Well, this is going to be...
2: I like the, uh, the aspect of him being old. It's going to be totally different than the old man Logan uh, comic book because that was in a like, dystopian future. Sort of like this. But yeah. He was killing off uh, Hulk clones. Oh, and shit,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Hulk monsters. And then he was... Bailing his way to New York to get to, and the then US they cult. they
0: wrap that into the uh, Secret Wars, or not the Secret Wars, the other thing with the battlefields. Yeah, the se- Was that Secret yeah, yeah. Wars? Oh, so, Secret Wars Part confusing. Two. Yeah. Uh yeah. so yeah, it's a uh, you know, it's it's kind of a uh, inspired by that. Uh, you see Caliban, which is the guy wrapped up. It's Stephen Merchant playing Caliban. Which now this is interesting. And we saw Caliban in the in the last X Men movie. They recast the Caliban, but it's in of course it is in the future, like way in the future. But Stephen Merchant. You know Ricky Gervais's buddy; he was really funny playing Caliban. I don't even remember who Caliban was in the last. He was like he was that. The last yeah, film? he was the guy who like ran the Mutant Fight Club, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you know the setting at Texas and the, just the overall like uh, the color palette, like it's all like dusty and orange. It's very nice, and you see this guy Pierce, who's from the comics, who's a cyborg, and this guy is like the Donald Trump of mutants. Like he hates mutants. He's a mutant bigot, racist. He wants to build a wall for the mutants. I'm gonna put up a wall. The mutants are gonna pay for the wall. She voted for the wall. He voted for the wall. <laughs> Donald Trump has a hard on for Amanda Waller. Oh, shit. I don't know what. And the Reavers <laughs> is the group of bad guys. And a fucking Johnny Cash music man. God damn, what a way to set this apart from other all the other X Men movies. Yeah, I really, I really rather enjoy I like, this. I,
2: I do, I do. Uh, I, I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as you, but I, I like that it's different. Coming out March I next liked, year. I liked the Wolverine too. So
0: yeah, this is because that's it's Mangold. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Wolverine had like it was it had so much potential, and then it kind of just fell apart at the end. But the Wolverine, Yeah.
2: I thought for the most part, I'd say it was its own film yeah. for about seventy five percent, and then it turned into a comic book movie at the end. Yeah, it happens. To it was it felt you know it felt different. Yep. J- J- Japan yep. setting really helped, yep. but then kind of delved into the other that weird comic book stuff.
1: I felt then. it was like a little clunky. But I ended up liking it the second time I watched. Yeah, Mangold.
0: James Mangold is great with like his settings, like using the setting making it feel like you're there. In that. Well, culture. the
2: scene too in that movie where he is, like either I think he's reaching into his own body or he's having someone else reach into his body to get the. Hmm that spider thing mm-hmm. out of him was like horrific.
0: It was hard like, to yeah. watch. Yeah. It was a little, yeah. like I had to cover my face a little, I'm like, Oh, so, like,
2: and if, and if this is R rated and he's kind of bringing Jesus, that. I cannot wait. Yes. You
0: it. see like him all ratted with blood soaked, uh, his, uh, his t-shirt. Like, uh, I can't, the, the fucking vibe of this movie is so good. Like I thought I was excited for R rated Deadpool. I am really excited for an R rated Wolverine. Holy shit.
1: I'm hoping it's good. I like, I like Hugh Jackman. I like him in the, ca- as the character even though he's a whole different version of Wolverine that we're used to. Yeah. Uh, I would like to have seen him in the spandex just once, even just he was trying it on and saying no. Yeah, we got
0: to, all we good. got to see it was in a box.
2: Yeah. Uh, but That was in the extras on a
0: DVD. Yeah, that wasn't even DVD. in the movie. Now, Mangold and Jackman have remarked, like, this was our last time out. We were, we're wanted to go all out because this is our last time out. So I'm hoping that it does that, and I'm hoping... That it somehow passes the mantle on to who, who can take it and be the next Wolverine. Very good stuff. All right. And other, um, movie or it, yeah,
2: let me bring up something since you got, you don't have it in the notes, Yeah, but I feel like you guys would want to talk about this. Oh, never mind. Go ahead.
0: Uh, I lied. Okay. It's in the notes. Okay. is it? The, <laughs> I hope is is it the next thing? Because the next thing the next is, thing, yeah. uh, our, uh, everyone's favorite Leonardo DiCaprio, who, uh, you know, he's come from a long way from being on Growing Pains, you know. Cut what I just said on post, too. Please. No, I'm not going to do it. No, don't do that. Okay. Uh, he wants to produce <laughs> uh, a, a Captain Planet movie, Get according on. to the Hollywood. This promoter. is all you
2: guys. This is what? I don't know anything about is this, this
0: before your time. Captain Planet was a cartoon oh my God. that ran from 1990 to 1992 from Dick Entertainment, which I always loved because at the end of the shows, it would go, Dick. And they just, yeah. It just made you giggle. Uh, Captain Planet was about five youths. It was this environmentally conscious show. Five youths gifted with magical rings by Gaia, the spirit of the planet, to defend the Earth. So this asshole Captain Planet needed, like, five people to, like, become a thing or whatever. Uh, yeah. But he, DiCaprio wants to do a story that takes place years after, like a washed-out, drunk Captain Planet. So I guess imagine Hancock with just with Captain Planet or something. I don't know. Uh it says here this project is near and dear to DiCaprio's heart as he is a United Nations messenger of peace and often uses celebrity to bring attention to renewable energy, climate change and human rights. So, I don't know. I I remember the opening credits was well animated. I didn't really watch the show. Rugs, did you watch this?
1: It was a terrible
0: show. Yeah, it wasn't good. But it wasn't
1: good. I mean, it was like Voltron, like it was like
0: it was, like, uh, it's wor- environmental Worse? no, And it was not. it was way better. Yeah, It was heavy-handed, like, environment messages that you just, like, I don't and care. And it was poorly
1: voiced. Like, all of the people had these, like, very stereotypical bad, like, uh, voiceover actor accents.
0: Yeah, it was not good. It made some toys. Uh, I didn't think it was very good. You had... Uh...
2: Whoopi Goldberg doing Guy, oh. and Margot Margo Kidder doing
0: oh, Gaia. Oh, snap. They had some uh, decent celebrity talent in there. I did not know that. Captain Planet. Who played Captain Planet? Is that Was he a guy?
2: He a th- yeah, let me look. I don't know if he was a was thing. Was he a thing at uh, all? David Coburn. Never heard of
0: him. Maybe I have. I don't know. Mm, doesn't, yeah. does it doesn't ring a bell. Anyways, uh, I don't know. They, is this movie gonna be, is he making like a tongue-in-cheek Captain Planet? I can't see this. No, movie he says movies. like he want like it's a washed out older Captain Planet. I don't know. It could go, the tone. Is he gonna move. have the mullet, the green mullet is, or what? Is he gonna play Captain Planet? That's what I want to know. Yeah, he had like a green mullet and he had like silver skin like Captain Adam from DC or something. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. it was not good. I did not watch. I remember watching like the first couple episodes and I was like, this is bullshit. I want to save the planet. Like you can't make that robots. Look cool. No. You can't, there's no way that looks cool.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, a, it's that's why it's got to be tongue in cheek. It's got to be like, like, is this a, weird, a children's movie or is, no, I think it's going to be like this weird indie sort of feel film that like, might did even you be see like that commentary that YouTube, on things
1: that YouTube thing with Don Cheadle as Captain Planet? No, Oh, it's terrible. That <laughs> <laughs> covered in like he's covered in like silver mate uh, makeup. Oh, no. and he's got a green mullet.
0: Oh, and it was like serious.
1: No, it wasn't. It was a joke. It was a goof, but it's
0: just... Cap, some people are, like, really are nostalgic for the Captain Planet for some reason. It was
1: not good, so I'm surprised that he picked this Because, like, if you're a kid and you're, like, four and it's on, you don't know that it
0: sucks. Yeah, had I been a little bit younger at the time, I, I think I was way... Yeah, the early 90s, I was fucking way too old for this shit. People don't know that, like, Naruto
1: sucks, but, like, they watch it. They don't know that Bleach sucks, but they watch it. how do you
0: know Power Rangers is not Captain Planet? Is that not the same generation? I think Captain Planet was a little, I mean,
2: 1990 to 92, I'm three to five. Oh, Jesus Christ,
0: I'm old. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck you, then. Okay.
2: Power Rangers, I think, was 96, 97. Late 90s. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. Not
2: late 90s, but. Around the time where I could at least put thoughts together.
0: (laughs) Like at least you were able to, everything wasn't blurry and you could see patterns and focus.
2: Yeah. I saw patterns (laughs) and like could could hear sound. (laughs) <laughs> okay I see you. That's
0: I just like was able to hold my neck was strong enough to hold my big ass head at that time being old's a bitch people what can I tell you yeah. I can't believe that okay you're too young for the captain planet I was yeah. too old yeah. for the captain planet okay last bit of exciting movie news just breaking today uh, this is what I was gonna break
2: and then it's in the fucking notes
0: uh Donald Glover cast as young Lando Calrissian in the hand solo Star Wars movie mm-hmm. I couldn't be happier for Donald Glover he's having a great year so far Uh, and uh, he's from being in Spider Man. I haven't seen. I watched the first episode of Atlanta, but it was pretty good, and it's getting a lot of critical acclaim. And that's like his show. He's writing, he's starring, producing. And now he lands in this role. The best line in this article is like, we they're like we're lucky to have him, and also we'd like to publicly apologize to Donald for ruining Comic Con for him forever. Oh shit! Because yeah, there's no way Comic Con's fucked now. Like he's Lando. What do you guys think? I think it's a great casting. What do you think? I, I like I like him, and uh, he's going to be great as
1: Lando. Like, who else would you have play? He's he, a really uh, high profile guy now. So
0: perfect. And Anthony, you're not a Star Wars fan, but. No, I was going to leave this all to you. I like Dolly. Yeah, I mean, I think. I like, actually, I like Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino is yeah. great. So Billy D. Williams, of course, the, the Lando in the first three movies. I really think uh, Glover is going to steal this movie away from this Alden, Aaron Rich, guy who is actually playing Han Solo. Because I don't know what his comic timing or anything is. I don't really know that.
2: I, I, well, I hope not. Just because you're supposed if you're gonna have a Han Solo movie, yeah, Han Solo better be the he, fucking coolest. He needs to be on. the yeah.
0: funniest, charismatic I, fucking guy in the thing. Now I'm just trying to picture if
2: if
1: he's if Donald Glover is gonna have like the Billy D. Williams mustache. <laughs> And, the, like, and, and like the
0: white guy hair that like, you know, he had, he's going to, you think he's going to straighten his hair and the yeah. girl, a little 80 stash. Yeah. I got to look this no. up. That would be yeah. so, Oh, crazy. you don't know what? Yeah. Look up what Lando looks like. It's classic. Like he has like, he's got like flowing hair, dude. I had, you know? I had, Oh yeah. Look at this. <laughs> he's not his hair. His, they've got some product in his hair. Look at yeah. the stash. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, but that was Lando. That was Billy's style. Like Billy D. never. I like the cape. I think Billy D. refused to like shave that mustache for whatever he was. He's like, fuck no. It's not. This is I'm Billy Yeah, D. He was going to drink some Colt 45. Yeah, Colt 40 and, 45. Uh, some <laughs> horse. Anthony, at some point, look up Billy D. Williams Colt 45 commercials. That's also very funny because he yeah. sold malt liquor like on television. Uh, but these are young, uh, young Lando. And uh, it'll be like how they met. This movie I'm excited for. I want to see these two fucking scoundrels early when they're kids, uh, fucking some shit up in the universe.
3: I got It's going to be
0: cool. Han Solo, a Star Wars movie. Of course, it's got to have that title. Was, Was it Han called? or Han? Han. Sorry. Oh, Maybe okay. it's Han. I'm just wondering. Yes, said Han. Han. Somebody will correct me. Fucking Star Wars geeks. Uh, I like to call him Hun. Hun Solo. I like to yeah. call him Big Hun, like big pun. Uh, okay. Let's move on to the television. Television news. Uh, over at Netflix. The MCU, uh, the Defenders gets a working title. So, Anthony, remember we talked about the Punishers, what a working title is, and we were kind of confused? It was exactly what we thought it was. Okay. Uh, The uh, working title is the title that they give. It's a codename to prevent passerbys from showing too much interest and disrupting production. What's interesting is the working titles they've given all these shows so far because it kind of describes the season. So Daredevil season one was called Bluff. Mm -hmm. jessica jones working title violet right daredevil season two ringside it's kind of cool luke cage was tiara iron fist is kick punisher is crime the working title for the defenders group therapy Mm -hmm. (laughs) which how appropriate is that i kind of love uh that they do that and they put little details to that so yeah it's it's, that that's really all I had. Yeah, Are they gonna it. sit around
1: and talk about their problems?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you can imagine. It's, yeah, you can imagine the the four get together and they got to learn to deal with each other. And deal yeah, with the it's
2: city. gonna be very Avengers esque when they first meet. I love it. Yeah. Like each other and all that.
0: And that's always entertaining. Yeah. So. Oh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait to see all those cameras. Speaking of Avengers, uh, so you know Doctor Strange is on their what they call their press junket, and Kevin Feige's everywhere talking about this and that. He spoke with a dude from Collider. Steven Weintraub, who asked him, do you think any of the Netflix MCU are going to be crossing over to the big screen? Will they make that transition? This is what Faiji said. He goes, I think it's extremely impressive what Netflix has done, and it will be the same answer I always give, which is it all depends on timing. It all depends on how to do it, because I don't think what anybody wants to do is have such important characters show up for one second. Black Panther and Spider-Man, to me, are the high bar in Civil War of how you bring in new characters into something. Vision and Ultron, Wanda and Pietro and Ultron. And it takes a lot of screen time. It takes a lot of work. Infinity War has a lot of people in it already. So it just depends on how we could figure it out. So, of course, vague, not entirely ruling it out, but not saying he's going to fucking do it. It's a better answer than he's given before. I really think, like, fuck Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You got to get these Netflix it's kind fuckers of like, on
1: there. It's kind of like an excuse for why he's not going. All, yeah, it,
0: it can work like very well-crafted response. It works both ways. Yeah, I mean, that was
2: my initial thought is it's like a very nice way of saying it's not happening. But he's said that basically before, and this leaves a little more uh, hope for the Netflix people that there will be a crossover. I don't think it's going to happen, though.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, a cameo. I just want a cameo. But he said he doesn't want to waste it on a cameo. Like, it's got to be enough time. Do you think it would be weird for like, because people possibly watching the MCU movies may not be watching the Netflix shows. They can't just assume they pop them in. Everyone knows who they are, can they?
1: Yeah, but that gives them freedom not to do shit because they don't, they want to know about this character. Go watch a Netflix show. Right. Like it's already, they exist. So they're like, oh, who was that guy in that movie? Oh, well, he's on the show. Go watch it. This is and you're like, oh, I'm going to do you got to do
0: sometimes you got to do a little bit of work, which is like my complaint of rebooting comic book titles. I miss when you could go, you got to jump in and then go back and do the work and figure out what the fuck's going on. And then you're caught up with everyone else instead of just fucking starting over every year. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they should use if they have somebody that
1: fits and works well, use them.
2: I totally agree. I I would love to see these characters interact with the characters from the MCU big screen. Absolutely, you know who wouldn't want to see Punisher and like Captain America discussing ethics and
0: shit. And you got to think that once the Defenders get together, you're telling me that fucking Tony Stark has not heard of any of these people. He doesn't care. He is not aware. Like, come on, uh, he's gonna be the first to be like, "What the fuck is going on up here in Uptown in Harlem?" Well,
2: especially Daredevil, like, was kind of in the shadows. You know, he was the vigilante yes. and people knew about him, but he was an urban legend. Jessica Jones hasn't really come out and been like a hero. But
0: Luke out Hayes, in the fucking like open. The
2: king. Yeah, he's out in Harlem. He's like I'm the King of yeah. like, uh, everyone knows there's a bulletproof. And back, that was the whole
0: point of that. So
1: But it would be so. it'd be even interesting for like Tony Stark or whoever or even Captain America to, to kinda address them and be like, Listen, you guys are not quite our level, but you can just do your thing down here and we'll like if we need something we'll let you know. Like, help us find this guy or, you know, something where they could kind of all help, but they're not really in the main story.
0: I would even like it if Tony Stark was just an ass and came to visit them and be like, this this is cute what you guys going on here. The big boys yeah. are going to take care of this shit over here. You guys keep up this little thing, this little project you got. Just being a dick to them.
1: Yeah. you coming back. Hey, look, I lost this guy in your town. You guys are supposed to be the, the big wigs around
2: here. Hook me up. Give me this I- Dude. I've always thought that if they were going to have them, it'd be like a cut scene to, you know, the invasion of whatever Thanos' army, and they're, they 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 sh- they cut to New York, and the defenders are are defending. Yeah, pun intended. Yeah. New York, yeah.
0: while they're so, in space or whatever.
2: Yeah, while they're in yeah. sp- like the defenders take over Earth for a little bit, while the Avengers go out to space.
0: I mean, you can make some kind of connection with like Doctor Strange and Iron Fist and magic, and uh, so many ways you could play with it.
2: If if they wanted to make it work, they could make it happen. I do believe though that TV scheduling way and film it's scheduling different. is way different now. in that it does take a little bit more of a. There they, they, there needs to be a want to want to do this,
0: but the way they you know the Netflix thing is set up, it's kind of like they're just filming a really long movie, and it's not like network TV schedule. It they must. Have a little more uh, flexibility.
1: Yeah, they're only having ten episodes or twelve
0: episodes. Yeah, do it all at once. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah,
1: so still, yeah, so it's not that much. Like they're doing like twenty-two episodes for most of these things.
2: Yeah, that's great. Well, the the thing is, is they're doing Netflix. They're doing Agents of Shield. They're doing uh, the movies. So every time you add another thing, that's just another layer of. Stuff you got to fucking filter through when you're writing the next thing.
0: Well, fuck, Agents of Shield. Just get the Netflix yeah, right? and Agents the MCU SHIELD. to connect. Don't worry about that. And whatever the fuck is going on there is fine. They can do their own thing. Uh, but try the Netflix. Definitely, the Netflix feels like it can belong. For sure. All right. Last bit of television news uh, regarding the crazy co- crossover on the CW. Between Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, it's going to be five episodes long. Oh, shit. So I don't know what show is getting a double hit, but uh, remember we talked last week. This is the, they're doing the invasion storyline with the Dominators, aliens uh, being the bad guys coming to Earth, targeting metahumans. It sounds very ambitious. Uh, Mark Guggenheim keeps saying it's basically a huge three-part story in five episodes crossing four shows. Telling one big epic movie of a story. It's not setting off any other spinoffs. It's just big, bombastic, huge action. So, holy shit. Like, the, uh, this is crazy. But five episode crossover. Uh, bring it on. I like this.
2: Yeah. Five episodes. Yes. Is this five episodes? Of four different shows. Over four different shows? Yeah, telling a So, yeah. one show is going to have a, a two.
0: Something's going to get a double hit. He said something about it yeah. starts in Flash. And then
1: it probably ties up in
0: Flash. And yeah, it might come back around. You might be right. Starts in Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and then comes back and ties up in Flash. Yes. That everybody's yes.
1: gonna have an alien episode. That's all.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool. I okay, that makes sense. I like that. I like that what they're I mean, doing. They're
1: gonna be doing it together. I mean, maybe they're gonna cross over into each other. Like they do, like a they did a little crossover already
0: with Flash. Yeah, now she's gonna come back to this universe to the the Aeroverse and you know, instead of how he went over there. Yeah. She's gonna somehow figure out, uh come over here. Felicity. Felicity. <laughs> no. Uh Super Goyle. Supergirl. Supergoyle. Oh
1: I'm talking about uh oh yeah Supergirl the
0: guy Oh Felicity out. and right Flash. Well they always jump around I mean those three yeah. shows they're always fucking crossing over characters. But this is like a continuing story through five episodes of these shows, which is cool. And then
2: it'll be, it'll be. I'm sure
0: it'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure it probably won't make them a lot of sense, but probably not. It'll be There's fun. Just aliens show up out of nowhere. Also, we're gonna get Arrow's 100th episode in that run. Uh, let's move on to a little bit of comics. news. I thought this was interesting. Again, thanks to Daniel Noscar for pointing, posting this on our Facebook group page at Jockandrew.com/slash community. Marvel seems to be uh, really pushing their X-Men uh, back. Again, after kind of a, a hiatus and a, some wars and... What
1: do you think changed?
0: they are ba- I don't know. They're battling I got Inhumans? It. I know what What it is? is it?
2: It's that they tried to push the Inhumans and no one gives a
0: fuck. Ah, you think the Inhumans blew up in their face? Yeah, they killed... Look, they had this movie on the slate. This was going to be a phase three movie. It no longer exists. The Asus's shield are even kind of brushing off the Inhumans. Uh because no one, gives fuck. cares gives a about the Inhumans. <laughs> oh, <shit>.
2: Everyone <laughs> thinks the Inhumans are basically X Men. Like,
0: yes, yeah. So, like, there's a running event now. It's like
2: other than Black Bolt, no one in the Inhumans is all that cool. I, mean, I like guys. Medusa just because she's got because she's, she's got long, long hair. hair or... Her fucking hairs. Her fucking. Well, power. you need
0: the two of them together. You need the two of them. <laughs> right. You know, it's a good team. But you're right. Nobody really gives a fuck. Maybe Lockjaw. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck. They, they, and they, and. Marvel realized that they can't
2: just recreate the X-Men and call them inhumans. So they kind of, uh, granted the inhumans have been around forever, but the, X-Men is where the money's at if they're going to make comics about, uh, superpowers. They're like, their little,
0: people. their little grudge is probably, they're like, you know what? Uh, maybe we shouldn't uh, have such a grudge with the X-Men or Fox. We're going to bring them back. So they've announced a bunch of books. Uh, a couple of unique ones that caught my eye that were posted was an Iceman, uh, series. So, Iceman hasn't had, he's had two uh, previous limited series titles in 1984, 2001. But what happened is this is the Iceman that is uh, the openly gay Iceman who came out in 2015 uh, ah. All New X-Men. W- well, so what happened was Beast went back in time, brought the original X-Men to the present to talk to uh, Cyclops. And they got stuck there. And it's that X-Men that came out as gay or was it the older one? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know what.
2: I don't. I'm hearing this.
0: The all first new X Men. It was an all new X Men. So, I mean, he's one of the most prominent LGBT characters they have now. uh So, there's one gay. No, they're both gay. I, there's a great moment where he tells the okay. other Iceman that he's come out as gay. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, there's this like event or uh I don't know if it's an event. So, wait, which one is gay? I think. Hold on. I'm not sure. uh, uh Not that it matters, but. Uh the adult Iceman is currently a member of Extraordinary X-Men and the teenage Bobby co-stars in all new X-Men. I think it's the the one from the past.
2: So he comes here and he's like, "Oh, it's okay to come out as guests. Yes. Oh. I think.
0: He was always written really funny. Yeah. yeah he I'm was ready. I mean, him and Peter Parker used to hang out all the time and they were both uh, you know, bagging on each other's jokes. Uh so they're doing something Isn't he like an omega level mutant too? He's pretty powerful. Yeah, he's yeah. very powerful. He's been around for 50 years. I mean, uh, you know, original X-Man.
2: That's always that's like weird that like he Iceman is an, is a, one of the more powerful
0: mutants on the planet. And he's just a big goofy fucking just, ice He's just a like goofy guy yeah. full of yeah, yeah, ice. So this thing they're doing it's called Resurrection. It's resurrection with an X. It's kind of annoying cuz I don't know how you pronounce that. But they've also announced these two team books, which is kind of a harkening back to the X-Men from the 90s. X-Men Blue and X-Men Gold. Uh, Whoa. these used to be their team names, blue team, gold team, in 1991 when, uh, Jim Lee redesigned the, the uniform to, That's right. When everyone had updated blue and gold suits. Uh, so the blue team debuted 1991's X-Men 1 and starred Cyclops, Rogue, Gambit, Wolverine, Beast, Psylocke, and Jubilee. The gold team arrived that same month in Uncanny X-Men, and that team consisted of Storm, Jean Grey, Archangel, Iceman, Colossus, and bishop. So they're kind of bringing back these 90s X-Men teams and using the blue and gold theme which is kind of cool.
1: Well, you know, that's when X-Men was actually good. And absolutely.
0: Aside from the Chris Claremont era, this was another good era of the X-Men. Yeah. You know. It was still good. It was still at good. that point. Yes. Yes it was. I was uh, I mean that Jim Lee X-Men one fucking sold like bananas. I think I have a a couple of copies of that.
2: I mean, all I've ever known Is there being like a million X-Men teams? So this doesn't do anything for me. This just is, oh, again, they're doing.
0: And I'm not sure if it even like, if I'm interested in reading any of these yet. I'm not sure. I miss some good X-Men stories. I'll be honest. I miss reading good X-Men. It's not we,
2: that I'm
1: not excited. We already re-
0: read all the good That's ones. the problem. Is <laughs> it's been done already. What can they do? It's not that I'm
2: not excited. It's just like, oh, there, there's multiple teams. Oh, wait, that's how it's been forever now.
0: I mean, I was into it up until, even up until, you know, the X-Men versus Avengers where Cyclops kills fucking Professor Xavier and he's a villain and then they bring him back from the past. I was reading all that. It was really good. and I just stopped reading all X-Men, but I miss some good X-Men shit. Who knows maybe this is good this may be what they need. I just think it's interesting that they're they're coming back and pushing their X-Men again so good stuff yeah that is interesting yeah. all right that's all I got for the news uh, everybody anybody got anything they want to uh, tack on here is, nope all right no. let's move on then. after these messages we'll be right back I'm Jason I'm Jeff And I'm Blake From
2: the History of Bad Ideas And we'll get back to your regularly scheduled program Here in just a second, Geek Listeners But we do a weekly podcast called The History of Bad
1: Ideas Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss things like television Or movies or music or games Or any other thing that falls into our Geek-related uh, podcast knowledge
2: You can find us on uh, Geek Life Radio Fridays, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central Or Radio-Blitz, Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8
1: a.m. Central. Or you can listen to us whenever the hell you want on iTunes and Stitcher. Check us out. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Hey there fellow podcast fans, do you love comic books and especially Swamp Thing? Get out of the bayou, so do we. Come check out the Parlopod Show, the world's only podcast dedicated to the muck-encrusted mockery of a man himself, Swamp Thing. This is some
3: serious arcane audio.
1: As we chat with comic book professionals, reviews, spoofs, talk about back issues, everything swampy under the sun happens here. Give us a listen at Parlapod.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podomatic, our YouTube channel, and we're on every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on Podcast Radio Network.net. Join your hosts, Dave and John, Parlapod.com. Let's go into the green. We'll see you in the swamps. In the
0: swamps. Okay, this is the part of the show that we've kind of set aside to talk about whatever TV shows we have watched during the week, if any. That being said, let me just put this out there right now.
1: Trap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler
0: time. In case something slips out, I don't know. Who watched what this week. Anthony, let's start with you.
2: This is the part where I take a whiz while you guys talk. Lame. As we started established at the beginning of the show I have been all cubs all day and if it's not cubs it's me eating candy or going to crossfit so I haven't watched anything you guys can discuss, right, go and pee. I'll jump in after I go take a whistle. okay go before
0: on. or cut this out and post no I'm not going to do that and I'm oh, here's other bitch. things that I do cut out and post and put up in our fan club which is post shows and fun audio uh listener if you want if you like what you're hearing you want some really cool bonus bits from all of us just join our fan club visit jockiner.com slash Patreon, and you'll be a uh, part of our little exclusive membership site. You get an RSS feed, a private feed. You can paste that into any podcast player and listen to all our bonus shit for, and you'll be helping us out. You're helping out the show. It's a win-win, right, Rugs. That's right. I everyone mean, makes everybody happy. Makes everyone go Gatewater. all at once, and it gets messy. Yeah. Ruggs, what'd you watch this week? I watched everything. Okay, let's start with Supergirl, then. Oh. Okay. Did you watch Supergirl? Yeah. There were some fun things, like it was the second episode of the season, our second episode with Tyler Hoechlin Superman, who I fucking, I still love the Superman. I love, I still, the only thing I don't like is how his fucking cape is attached to his fucking thing. I don't like that bit, but <laughs> I love him as Clark Kent Superman on Supergirl. What do you, what did you think? I think he was fine. I think I didn't like the Metallos. The Metallos were the, 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 the the fake chest. I don't know chest. why they walk around with these
1: stupid shirts and the fake, the fake like, chest. The fake chest looks so
0: bad. It was clearly rubber fake chest. No, it's
1: bad. Yes. Like, why do they have to do that? Like, Two like why don't they just, like, if they're going to build, they're going to go through all this extent to build, like, a metallo guy. Like give him like a shirt where his gem can shine yes. through without it ripping, or
0: some kind of armor that has a, yeah, a thing in make it. it. Cool, like that was really shitty fake chest. I did. Here is what I kind of love about this Supergirl show: is they are not afraid to like pay homage to a lot of the TV shows and comic books and stuff in canon. For example, I'll put this in the show notes, listener. Chalkinator com slash one thirty four. You know that famous cover, Crisis on Infinite Earths, where Superman is holding a tattered, dead Supergirl? You've seen this cover, right, Ruggs?
1: Yeah, of
0: course. I so they kind of recreated that scene in this episode. Although, in the Supergirl show, the next scene, she's like, I'm fine. I just got a little headache and, she, and nothing happened, which is funny. But they just wanted to pull the pose.
1: Yeah, but it's just
0: like a little fun thing
1: to, to have a comparison side by side.
0: I mean, I think they do that a lot with this. I mean, I feel like the the Donner universe is, uh, uh, you know, paid tribute to all the time. How many times are you going to see
1: Superman, Supergirl in the same, you know, show or anything? Yeah, never.
0: We never saw him. This is the the first time. It was great. Let's do it. It's great. Hopefully. So he leaves. He takes. They finally give him the Krypton. He leaves. Hopefully he comes back. Uh, Remember, we watched that footage uh, with Delhauer. We saw. Him fighting Metallo, and then we saw, like, we thought it was his shield, like, swinging. We're like, what the fuck is that? We kind of found out what that was. It still kind of looked like shit, but (laughs) whatever. Wynn made it for him, and he was really excited. We got our snapper car. Yeah. She writes a story. She's all of a sudden, she's a fucking reporter with some tough love shit.
1: Yeah, that was too fast, too easy.
0: That was way too fast. She's already written her first piece, and he's like, okay, good work. And then Kat leaves and Jimmy Olsen is like now in charge. So, and then he's going to become the guardian. Interesting. Yeah. That's all I got.
1: I mean, it was cool. Like, I didn't like the metallos. I said that already. I'm always repeating myself.
0: I like the team up of like Superman and Martian Manhunter and Kara and her sister. And then, yeah, that was
1: fun. It was a good episode. Like, actually, the first two episodes have been pretty good.
0: They're fun. They're still, you know, they're working with this theme of her trying to figure out who she is, how to be I herself. Still, hate blah, that blah, blah, she's blah. Clark Kent Light, and you could see it even more that they're
1: the exact same character. Well, but they are related, rugs.
0: They're but yeah, brothers. but you
1: know, I have cousins. <laughs> I don't look. I don't act anything like them at all. Do you
0: think uh, that, like, I mean, you think of Henry Cavill and how he doesn't smile and he has no sense of humor but is there a difference in the sense that this is an established superman and that was superman trying to become superman but he has none of this charm none of this like geekiness and and he's almost like too good looking to be like a goofy superman
1: well goofy clark can't maybe
0: yeah goofy clark can't like even if they wanted to go that way with him i don't know if he could play it off he's just this big fucking hunk dude well i don't think
1: that Clark can't necessarily have to be goofy where he's falling all over the place. He just has yeah. to be mild mannered and like unassuming.
0: Yeah, Midwestern Yeah, just like a dude Some...
1: that like wears like, uh, you know, flannel. <laughs> you know, and like yeah. dockers
0: yeah. and like loafers. let's look. Let's hope we see Teen Wolf Superman again. Love love him. Love the so team. Wolf. he Superman. done after this? He took he yeah I think for a little bit he took off he took the rest of the kryptonite he's like I gotta go and he went back to yeah mm. so I'll also have to yeah
2: maybe watch this one day yeah yeah just
0: Not watch the, I mean watch the first two episodes and you pretty much it. get it rugs like you yeah. said yeah. Man, I watched the
2: first one I liked
0: it yeah so. it's a kick seeing them on screen together like like you just said when are you ever gonna see fucking supergirl and superman on screen working together fighting bad guys uh, I I gotta give him props for that okay let's move on to the Flash
1: um, I thought this episode was bad.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of torn. It wasn't. Look, it wasn't a villain of the week, but it was just kind of filler with this magenta girl. Ugh. I, I, you know, I I give him credit for not. She was terrible. <laughs> I give her credit for <laughs> oh being God. a little unpredictable and
2: like he yeah, didn't take hard, her. D- I really. This was the first episode I was going to watch.
0: There's there's some. Good, the magenta storyline is just yeah whatever yeah. The other stuff is kind of cool, but I gotta give him credit for Flash taking her down with like a without a battle. Like he talks to her, he kind of physically. He's like a therapist, and that's how he like gets her to control herself. Uh, But basically, it's alchemy that's going around and finding all these people who had powers and giving them dreams of them, and then giving them these powers back. But hers was like she just powers from another timeline from Flashpoint. Yes, yes. and who else? What's this? Is what interesting. Who else has powers from another timeline that doesn't have powers here? Wally West? Yeah. Caitlin Snow, but we saw last week Caitlin has freezy freezy powers. Yeah. So so a fun thing was Harrison and Jesse Quick come back, and Jesse Quick has speed. Like her powers manifested after getting hit by the wave from uh before two timelines ago, which still happened. This is confusing. So it even so
1: the timeline even affected the other Earths, basically. Uh, I which because yeah, where's which Jesse I'm... Quick coming from and, and, and Harrison coming? Uh, from. Yeah, so they 2's... went back to
0: Earth too, didn't they? But then, yes, but then he goes, You changed it after we went back, so it didn't affect them or something because they'd already left.
1: Oh, this is when this time shit starts fucking with my it brain. Gets ca-
0: ca- and he goes, I know that you did because we've never been in this room before. Like, there's a whole new testing facility. Uh, but I love that moment. That is, I mean, there was a little bit of emotion because Jesse Wells didn't want Jesse to have superhero powers. But finally there's that moment where he's like, go be a hero. He needs help. And he gives her a suit at the end. I love, I kind of love that. It's the suit from that girl that she wore. Remember the other speedster? Oh, the one that uh, disappeared. Yeah. But she left her suit behind. That's right. So she's going to be, uh, and and they're sticking around. So they're going to be around next episode, uh, helping out Barry. Uh, and uh, alchemy, look. So I, I thought it was great. This whole time, Wally West is so jelly of Jesse Quick. He's just all mopey. He's like, "Hey, I got hit with the thing too." I want Why um, can't? And then, and then like, even to the point where she tells him, like, uh, it was a traumatic moment, and then they just came, and he steps out into the street, trying to get hit by a car, hoping that it's gonna jump start. What a dick! But you know what's gonna happen. He's gonna go fucking looking for alchemy, or alchemy is gonna start giving him his dreams of him being kid flash, and then he's gonna go find alchemy to get the power. He wants these powers so badly, he's willing to fucking kill himself. See, this is what I hate. I hate that they do this. They're like, they do all of these clones of the
1: same hero, and there's like four speedsters, and it makes the bad guys are speedsters. It just gets dull after a while
0: they they do this on arrow a little bit too there's two characters that are really confusing looking when they're both suited up and uh but i'm excited oh i'm excited for uh alchemy to find out who the fuck he is but yeah it was uh it was the main magenta thing was like oh, yeah, this is not good but i love the other emotional shit around it so gotcha yeah okay agents of shield
1: i saw that as well
0: Maybe uh a lot of time uh, I yeah, yeah, no, I didn't get to see <laughs> legends because of stupid cubs. Oh, uh, nice. so, uh, Rugs, what'd you think of this one? We had a couple of cool team ups,
1: okay? So, yeah, there's a Simmons and Daisy, they team up, yeah, yeah, that was pretty fun. Then there's a ghost rider, he comes in and he's teaming up with uh them as well. I love and that Colson trusted him, yes. Yeah. Colson
0: like let open the door and he's like, Look, I'm trusting you. Then you have the out. flaming chain battle, yes, with uh, James from uh, who's the Inhuman. I knew that
1: guy was gonna come into play. I said it like. When we saw that that flaming chain, that it was going to be him, and I was right.
0: And I mean, it was interesting that they brought in the flaming chain last season, and then they have a Ghost Rider, and he sells him out to the. We got some watchdog action. These watchdogs are still hunting inhumans, and he take he took the chain at the end. Oh, he has the chain now. Ooh yeah.
1: Remember, he was like he was making uh, like baseball bats on fire.
0: That's right. He pull he drags him from the the fireworks warehouse afterwards and uh, pulls him. He's like, want them? and he kept the chain. Yeah. So. Robbie Reyes has got his chain. And then we learn more about the Darkhold. Like, this is the book that these ghosts are after. That this is the book that's going to connect it to Doctor Strange and the larger MCU. And I love the line. He drops this line. He goes, A book that even Red Skull, Daniel Whitehall, and Nick Fury couldn't find. Geek Builder. I just love that he mentioned all those fuckers. What do you think this book is? It's a book of spells. So, it's, where do you think it is? Oh. I don't know. So she went to that guy he beat down and, and found and put her <laughs> ghost hands in his head.
1: That was um, terrible, that
0: effect, that, by the way. Yeah. No, it oh was. God, dude, I was could that. do that. I could do that on After Effects on my computer right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was not so hard. bad. The ghosts do look really bad, which yeah. I'm surprised because it's not hard to make fucking transparent people. These ghosts look are shitty. It. But we got to see a little bit more Ghost Rider, and he looked good. So save the money for the Ghost Rider. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. And the invisible jet. That cost a little bit of money. He crashed into the Invisible Quinjet. But where is the book? I don't know. Maybe that is the tie-in to Doctor Strange. Maybe it's somewhere that relates. What if they
1: go to find the Darkhold, but they really get the Necronomicon instead?
0: No, that's Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah. Does that book exist in the Marvel comic book universe? I don't know, but it should. But this dark hole exists in the Marvel comic book universe. It's like the most powerful fucking magical artifact in the, the M.U. Yeah. So uh I don't know where the book is, but it wasn't bad. I thought it was a fun. It was a fun episode. I like the team ups. Mm. And I guess they're on the team officially now. Quake and Ghost Rider. Yeah, they're back, I think. Yeah, that was a little quick, but whatever. I don't <laughs> think they're official, though. I think they're still just like tenuous. Well, Colson was talking to them like you're in. Here's the here's about the dark hole. We got to find this book. Fuck your Well, your they're spider. just saying let's all play together. Yeah. 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 I love Robbie Reyes, uh, Gabriel Luna. He's really good. He's yeah, just he's a really, good. He's he's fine. really good actor. He sells it.
1: He sells he's it. very like smoldering, like uh yeah. you know, he's got this
0: he's burning from within, you know. Great great chemistry with pretty much everyone on screen, you know. So good stuff. Okay. Last show. This one was uh fun. Arrow. Mm-hmm. I'm still here just listening by the Okay way. so Anthony you'll love this little uh WWE play like uh if you listener if you don't know You know I'm you,
2: not a, I'm not really
0: a WWE fan. No? You're not no. a smart mark? I thought you were a smart
2: mark. I know about it cuz I was at one time but no I'm not really like currently a
0: fan. So remember we talked about uh, Stephen Mel, Cody Rhodes, who is the character's I do name? That, yes. Stardust in the ring, they're buddies, they they fought each other. Uh we see Cody Rhodes in this episode. He plays a drug dealer named Derek Sampson who sells a drug called Stardust. Geek no shit. I thought that was uh, fun. I was like, oh, that's fun what they did there. Uh, Rex, what did you think of the episode? I think that the fight scenes are
1: were a little bit different in this one. I felt that they were a little bit more visceral. I liked it. Uh, you know, there's still like a lot of the you know, hokey flash. I mean, arrow stuff that he does with the thing. Ow. You know, whatever. Uh, but it was like a little bit more visceral. I think it, they got into a little bit more, th- maybe having that, uh, wrestling Watch- guy there
0: and, and a uh, wild dog that fight with him on the scaffolding. Like that was pretty good. I like that. Yeah, that was it was different. a little yeah. bit more like, uh, intense, I would say. Well, and it's, it is pretty brutal. Like the way, uh, Oliver takes, uh, him down was great because Stampson falls into this vat of his own shit that get that's, uh, something else fell into it and it caused him to, to not feel pain and pretty much be invincible. So Oliver, what does he do? He cuts his fucking tendons in his arm and his leg.
3: Ooh.
0: And he goes, just cause you can't feel it doesn't mean you don't need to use your tendons. The guy just flops down. Like he can't get up. Yeah, I was like, can't move. I was like, holy shit. That's brutal. Uh, good move though. Uh, Curtis Holt finally gets a uniform as Mr. Terrific. What did you think? He has a? Oh he has God. a T-mask. It's a weird T-mask that goes over his mouth, but he could still talk through it. I couldn't stop staring at it.
1: Yeah, it was a weird mask. Like, Imagine you have to like, get like the spirit gum
0: out every time. That- yeah, how do they put that on? And why isn't it red? You can't see it on his face. I guess that would give him away. Yeah. Uh, but I thought Curtis, the guy who plays Curtis is really funny. Like, he has some great. uh He's a little too funny. He's a little too funny. Yeah. I love that bit where he's like, shoot up. And then he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Is that your thing? You're supposed to say that? Okay. We're gonna yeah, say, guys. we're gonna have a moment. I thought we we're gonna have a moment. We we're all yeah. okay. He gets to say it from now on, guys. Okay. Like I love his his comedic timing is great. And uh uh that that new DA, Adrian Chase, that dude is gonna become the vigilante.
1: Oh that I could have called that.
0: Yeah, it's kind of they were cause he's already said he said vigilantes. Uh kind of tele- telegraphing that one. I like the flashbacks this season so far. I like the green tone and this fucking brutal Bratva brotherhood lesson that he learned uh, in this episode. I'm kind of enjoying these flashbacks.
1: Yeah. Well, you know. It's, and then, yeah. Go ahead.
0: I, I still hate the flashbacks. <laughs> They're <laughs> better they than mean? last season. I don't care about the bratwurst. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get some mustard on the Bratva. Bratva, I mean, brotherhood. We'll do what the Bratva says. And then, rugs. Fucking, what about Who's Diggle, dude? That's me. Uh, he's taking All a right. piss. I told you to take a piss off air.
1: <laughs> it's refreshing.
0: Uh, Diggle, uh, Diggle hallucinates, I guess, right? And he sees motherfucking Floyd Lawton in his jail cell. If you don't know who that is. It's Deadshot. Yes. At first I was like, oh shit, Deadshot is back. But he wasn't really back. He's really ninjack. And he is Ninjak, but. Great line because he, he gets John to come to terms with him killing his he's like, brother. He's like, listen, dude, you're yeah. mad at me for killing your brother, but he wasn't even dead. And then you killed him. Yes. Like, imagine fighting that. He goes, all that hate you poured into me. You should have been putting it into yourself. And then Diggle's like, so Layla comes and Diggle's like, no, I'm, I, I need to punish myself. I'm going to stay here. And next episode, she's going to go ask Oliver to bust him out of prison, which that should work out great.
1: Yeah, that's not going to be a problem. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, the two characters that I thought that look alike on the show is fucking Ragman is great. I love his origin, but he looks just like Prometheus. Yeah.
2: Who is the bad guy? And yeah, I was, like, I was confused from that. Yes. The last episode, I got confused. Yeah, so the, the
0: team person. is now uh, Evelyn Sharp, Wild Dog, Ragman, and Mr. Terrific. I like the, the team but aspect She's in Artemis. The last right? But I, she's Artemis. They haven't really given her the name yet. She will be Artemis. What were you saying, Anthony?
2: So I said, I haven't so obviously I haven't seen this episode, but I liked the team aspect or the new team that being a thing. So hopefully
0: the, the team is great. They, they deal about like he's working on trusting them now that they trust him. He can't really trust them. But Ragman's origin is pretty fucking cool. He's wearing 2000 year old uh, cloth that was given to him by his father. Yeah, to we, l- we learned him.
2: that in. Uh, episode yes. two.
0: Yeah. From the missile that Felicity diverted that was fired by Dark. So at the end of this episode, she tells him, She's like, I have to tell you something. It was I, the most
1: weirdest way to tell somebody. I, I she wasn't. It's it out. It was like, and he's,
0: <laughs> no tact at all. No, she could have, you're right. She could have softened that a little bit. Be what like, are listen, you doing? Shit.
1: Be like, listen, dude, like, I, they, <laughs> I, I couldn't do anything. I had to, there was a bunch of targets. I had to pick one. That was the one that had the least amount of people. So I, I'm sorry, but I fucking killed your whole family.
0: Yeah, she's like, you know how you're dead and everyone you knew is dead? That's on me. And he's just, he had a great response. Horrified look, and he just walks away. I mean, yeah. what do you expect him to say? I'm sorry. That writing is so bad. <laughs> I just <laughs> I oh I like God. that she told him though. I like that she told him, but the way she told him, you're right, was a little blunt. Yeah. I don't know. Very bad. Like yeah. anybody could have done a better job. But Ragman's a meta, man. He's got uh his powers are crazy. Well, he like just it. hits people with rags. Yeah, but like they extend out into like snake-like. Yeah. And on the things, weekends, he and... like dips himself in water and washes people's cars. <laughs> <laughs> he also he can help you remove oil paint from your canvas with a little turp yeah. oh, turpentine. Or in there.
1: if it's that time of the month.
0: Oh! oh shit. Hey, hey. Of course somebody had to go there. Uh yeah, that's it for uh Television for me. Uh, uh anything else? Did you watch anything else, Rugs? I heard that there's a.
1: They actually got a, a director for the new American Godzilla movie. Oh, I heard about? They have that. a and writer. The guy who writer. did
0: Krampus. No, they got the. Those are going to be the writers. No, I heard
1: that they that the oh, guy's directing? actually director too. But that's not 100 percent confirmed. But multiple sources say that the guy who did Krampus is going to be doing Godzilla, and uh they also let out this tidbit that. Um, Gareth Edwards or Evans, I don't know what the fuck his last name is, the guy who did the original Godzilla, um, was gonna do Mecha Godzilla. Whoa. Hmm. I never heard that before. No, that's,
0: I've never heard that at all. Yeah, so I don't know uh, where I got this, uh, news from. I didn't see that one, but you're right. The Krampus writers, Zach Shields and Michael Doherty, are writing the next Godzilla. Michael Doherty is also directing. Aha. So we got a writer director, kind of like, did Gareth Edwards write? That movie? No, Max
1: Bornstein did,
0: I think. Oh, oh, okay. So this is a little more integration in the writing and the directing could be a good thing. Yeah. yeah. That's always good.
2: Uh yeah, but I've never Krampus. Seen Krampus, but...
0: Krampus is that uh there's a German like evil Santa. Do you know uh, what Krampus tradition? is, Anthony? Isn't it like evil singer? rugs? Rugs? Do you know? I'll give you the rug down if you know. I know you what know? About, I know what it is. Okay, here you go.
1: Here's the rug down. In Germany and in the Slavic area as well, they instead of Santa Claus, well, they have Santa Claus, but his he there is also another part to Christmas, which is Krampus. So if you're good, Santa comes sees you. If you're bad, Krampus comes see you. And Krampus uh. is basically like a devil. He looks like, he's like a big giant dude with horns and hook, cloven feet and a tail and a long tongue. Oh, and scary. he's, and, uh, he, um, comes with a bag and a bunch of sticks and he hits you with the sticks. And
0: oh, he's got a long tongue. Yes.
1: Yes. And in some areas of Germany and stuff, he has a partner called Black Pete, which is a black dude. In, in ah, yes. It's very racist, by the way. And he doesn't he like, don't
0: they grab little kids in <laughs> sacks? Yes, they put yeah. them in sacks and they, they beat chain them. them.
1: Yes. And they chain them. <laughs> Fuck. So if you're bad and- in Germany, you got to be a good boy because <laughs> Krampus is going to get you.
0: Or Black Pete.
1: Or Black Pete.
0: Black Pete will uh, rat you out. Yeah. Uh, have, did you see the movie?
1: No, I did not see the movie. Uh, I didn't see the movie. I'm going to watch it now.
0: I thought it was really weird that they were making a Krampus movie like, now for like, I have Christmas to watch time. It, but like,
1: let's put this in perspective. Yes. All right. Gareth Edwards directed a very low budget yeah. monster movie. That yeah. was very like, I see it was you. all talking and like yeah. the monster was in it for like two seconds because of the budgetary, budgetary things. But I mean, you could tell that he's a pretty decent director, but the movie was nothing to write home about.
0: So they got another set of monster movie guys.
1: So, but I, I mean, Monsters wasn't even a real monster movie. It was barely a monster movie, if anything. Krampus sounds more like a monster movie. Uh, Krampus is a lot like, from what I've heard, is like, is like kind of like a hearkening back to like Joe Dante's gremlins. Ah, or, is it a horror? So it's a horror movie. Yeah, it's a horror movie, but it's like a funny horror movie with characters in it and stuff. And there's character development. You know, it's about a, a family at Christmas and then Krampus comes to their house.
0: Well, look, watch the movie and let us know if you think that can make a good guy. I heard movie it was a shitty movie,
1: that. too. But yeah. I mean, like when I watched Monsters, I wasn't really that impressed
0: either. Let's quickly look up the one thing that will tell us if it's a shitty movie. And that number is 65 percent tomato meter. That's OK, run okay. the that's an OK movie.
1: What did Monsters get? Um, uh, from Gareth Edwards. If we're gonna do a litmus test, you guys want to guess? Guess. I'm gonna uh, say sixty.
2: It was a seventy-two. Oh,
1: oh okay.
0: slightly higher okay. than the Krampus. Interesting. Okay. Let's see what
2: Godzilla was.
0: Oh, that's a good. Like a, a good. nine. <laughs> oh shit!
2: Godzilla was on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Critical reception. Seventy-four. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, it went right up there with the uh monster. So right. wow. huh. hmm. Hmm. I don't know what any of that means. Hmm. There's a bunch of numbers for you. Uh do with them
1: but, what you want. So there's that. And uh that's all the other things. I haven't heard anything that's interesting other than that.
3: Well, I got something interesting. I got a speak pipe. Oh,
1: okay. shall we hear it? Sure. Yeah.
3: There it is. What's up, Jock and Nerd? It is Mr. Throwback Thursday from the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. I got a question. Uh back in the early nineties, let's see, ninety two, ninety-three time frame, um Marvel tapped Clive Barker and said, Hey, we want you to write some comics for us. And we're gonna give you your own imprint, we're gonna call it Razor Line, and you can do what you want. And he put out Hyperkin and Ecto Kid and Saint Sinner and the Doctor Strange like Hokum and Hex. One, whatever happened to the to the comic line. Two, do you think that it was right for Clive Barker to be so close to Doctor Strange with his own imprint? And three, there is no three. All right, you guys keep talking. I'll keep listening, and I'm going to go out and tell a person. Until next time, keep it classic. And always remember new school stale, old school fresh. Old
0: school fresh. Thank you, nerd. Thank you Mr. Throwback Thursday. Uh- let, let
2: me answer, let me start by. I appreciate him listening to this, yeah, a lot, yeah. And I appreciate the interaction, yeah. But he's really making us work. I don't know if we've ever established that we were experts in anything, no, especially no. me.
0: I, I no, I think he thinks we are. But look, this is what I love. Both times he sent us a speak pipe, he's caused me to research shit. Like both times, shit I know nothing about. But what he's doing is he's helping us all learn. So I I, I love it. I love it. Send me things I don't know about. I love digging. Rugs, into but it.
2: would you have been able to answer his questions?
0: I stopped listening
1: when he said Clive Barker.
0: Oh, you're not not a Clive Barker fan? I mean, Clive Barker,
1: he does, like, good horror, but, like, I'm not even a horror fan, so.
0: Okay. Well, here's the deal. 1993, big year for Clive Barker. Uh, Third Hellraiser movie came out starring Mm -hmm. Pinhead. Also, Candyman. Yeah, He did Candyman, which is, like, an awesome Chicago urban horror movie. I fucking love that movie. Tony Todd, the voice of Zoom, playing Candyman. That made like $25 million at the box office, and it was also the year Marvel Comics offered him his own imprint, like he said, called Razorline. And so Mr. TBT mentioned the the four titles. One was called Hyperkind. It was like a mutant-like book. One was called Holcomb and Hex, which was Barker's takeoff of Doctor Strange. Ecto Kid was a tale penned by James Robinson and future Matrix creators – Larry and Andy Wachowski, who then becomes Lana and Andy Wachowski. Can't forget about that. Yes. Uh, it revolved around a 14-year-old whose father was a ghost and Saint Center, which was the most, like, Clive Barkery horror book out of all of them. Uh, so he wanted to do a superhero comic book, something that was his take on what superheroes were in the 90s. Why did it fail? Well, here's the problem. If you know anything about the comic book market in the mid-90s, uh, it was oversaturated. So... Kind of a co- not a commercial success. They only had nine issues and it folded in 95. 1995. Marvel files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy one year later. Oh shit. So yeah. just a bad time to be putting out new titles because Marvel was making 17 trillion fucking titles.
2: Yeah, kind of get lost in the show. Just
0: there, blew man. the whole market over. I mean, I think I have a couple
1: of those issues. I, I just probably bought the number ones and number twos. But it wasn't something I was like, I have to read this, like, uh religiously. Yeah. It was like, I bought them for the novelty that there were number ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and this is actually, at this point, I had stopped fucking buying Marvel comic books. So, like, I was already out because it was just getting crazy. Now, as to his second question, is it a Doctor Strange ripoff? Well, it's, a, he, it's an homage to Doctor Strange. Barker describes, uh, in his own words, I wanted to do something that was magical, mystical in the way that Dr. Strange was and still is. Dr. Strange is one of my favorite comics when I was a kid. So I suppose Hokum and Hex is my take on that. So I never read it. And, uh, I, you know, he wanted to make another Dr. Strange. Hmm. Good for him.
2: Hey, we appreciate the question, Mr. Th- throwback Thursday. Also,
0: yes, I started reading the Wu-Tang comic books. And yeah. boy, are they not good. Uh, they, the art is fine. But it's like the most generic fantasy story it has nothing to do with like hip hop or any of their personalities or characters like I didn't get it. It's
2: just shitty. It's shitty. I'm happy this sh- guy recommends us shitty stuff. <laughs>
0: He's like, hey, no, he check did this the, like, out. Really shitty things. <laughs> He's like, hey, check this out. This lasted nine issues and then they went bankrupt. It probably caused their bankruptcy. It's hey, really <laughs> Hey, I got a question
2: about a comic that lasted
0: four years. But at least he's asking questions, listener. I want to hear from more of you. Just go to com. There's a big button that says, send us a speak pipe. You click it, you record, you send. It's that easy. And it's a lot of fun. All right, well, that's the show, gang. You guys, uh, you got anything else? Last minute thoughts? Final thoughts?
2: All I know is that if we continue to do the TV musings, I think I'm going to be way behind every show. show. (laughs)
0: Because I don't know how I'm going to ever catch up. It's okay, Anthony. You mm-hmm. Watch what you watch. It's just some um, I watched some shit and I had some thoughts, but I see what you're saying. We'll figure it out. No, like-
2: no. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying I'm gonna be behind as far.
0: <laughs> there's every week there's like four more shows of Jesus shit. Christ. See, more like six, yeah.
1: I need to like see this is the thing. The T V shows don't get me that amped. Yeah. Like when I'm talking about something like a movie that I especially if I hate it, ooh, I'm really amped. Like with that <laughs> shit Godzilla thing. Like I I mean I that went, was a I went passionate
0: off. review. That was a passionate I, but, I, you review. You know, that's the most you've ever heard me at all. Yeah. Yeah. At one time. Yeah. yeah. Well, you had uh, definite thoughts. And uh, so, like,
1: because I can think about it, like, these shows, like, I watch them and I forget about them, like, immediately, unless something really monumental happens. And nothing's monumentally happening.
0: Not yet. It's early. You know, like, that's the, thing. the
1: most monumental thing, honestly, that's happened is that Superman and Supergirl are on the same show. Yeah. 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 That's That's huge. And Never seen that shit before. We're in like a dead spot for movies right now. Well, and Doctor Strange's going to come Doctor out, Strange's hopefully hopefully that like rattles me up a little bit cuz you know, we're I think I think that um trying to get excited about these shows every week is crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's impossible. It's That's impossible. why we briefly just like I didn't get to watch Gotham and like I said I didn't watch oh, I watched,
1: and- I'm behind on Gotham. I I'm, I'm I just got to the part where uh Evil Bruce cut his hair. Oh, to be, uh, to pretend to be Bruce. Yeah, and then, uh, and I still gotta watch like a couple more episodes of that.
0: I still got an evil Luke Bruce. Wait, never mind, I don't even want to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, some clone possibly. No, from no, the no, Stop, stop. Thing, <laughs> you don't want to get into it because no. it's fucking stupid as fuck. No. But it's fucking, it's such a guilty pleasure. Uh, that fucking show. God. Oh, and uh, well, here's a spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, the Penguin is mayor. I'll tell you that much. No,
1: I didn't know yeah, he was I, gonna I just,
0: do it. I just ruined it for rugs. Glad I, I could do that. I don't, I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. Listener, if you if we made you chuckle at all this episode, do us a favor, lead us a rating and review on iTunes. Just go to com slash review. We'd appreciate it. Uh and uh that's uh that's it. What else can they do?
2: They should just really tell a friend because Tell somebody this, Mr. Throwback Thursday is gonna tell a friend and apparently New school is shit and
0: old school is cool. I don't old know school, fresh. There you Plus, go. I've invaded their podcast with a series of speak pipes almost every week, and they're nice enough to play them. So I like this little back and forth uh, between us. And you them. should ask them an obscure
1: question. Yeah.
0: I think I will. Oh, <laughs> nerd! I got to think of one. I was like, how many nipples about- does Longshot have? <laughs> no, about old school hip hop. Oh. I got to ask him an obscure question about like a oh. shitty old school. Hip- why did the Fat Boys only have one album? They were why do the freaks come out at night? Why do the freaks come out at night? What was that M Weekly battle on BET? Uh, the not the one that Nick Cannon hosted. None.
2: That's that's MTV.
0: Oh, no, that's MTV. That doesn't even count.
2: <laughs> no, no, that one sucked. Tugging uh, battle rap? No, no, no. It was on their uh,
0: 106th and Park show. Is that It'll the one be- with, what, the Canadian? What's his name? I don't fucking I Drake? Don't know. Drake? Drake, no, yeah. No, no, no. No, Drake. <laughs> ah, 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 no, you, don't, you don't ever watch 106 in Park? No, dude. I watched Yo MTV raps when it was good uh, back in the yeah, day. Yeah, Ed Lover. That shit was the bomb. Ed Lover, Dr. Dre. Ed Lover right. still got a show on back. That's backstage. the first Dr. Dre before there Ed, was another, the other Dr. Dre. Well, was he before that Dr. Dre? I don't know. I guess
1: he was. I kind of felt like they were at the same time. Maybe the other no, Dr. No, because, Dre. like, we're talking about Ed Lover and Dr. Dre whereas like when like Heavy D was out. This was, and then
0: like, NWA's been around since like 88, though. Freestyle oh, Friday. maybe. Freestyle Friday. Was that any good? I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, I liked
2: it. Freestyle, I liked freestyle Friday. Uh, yeah, you should ask him, like, who won Freestyle Friday on, on this Friday, <laughs> September 24th,
0: 2004. You know. Dude, you know who's got some great freestyle? If you look up on YouTube, Sway, uh, Sway in the Morning on Sirius, he has guys come in and they do this uh, f- a freestyle uh, session and it's fucking good. They spit off the dome, off the top of the head, no preparation, dude. The shit is made. No preparation, hmm. H. No preparation, <laughs> H, and no Massengill. No. Oh shit. Uh, or any of that shit. Uh, all right, uh, rugs. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at really rug Hit him up. Give him some well, fire.
1: I will be battling all kinds of Shin Godzilla lovers.
0: Sign up for rug boy at really rug boy. Uh, On Twitter.com. Thanks for listening, uh, listener. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll catch you next time.